feels better. Okay. <clears throat> <sighs> that should be the pre-show bit. <laughs> breathing into it. Okay, ready? <clears throat> All right. Welcome to another episode of Inferior Men, the podcast that brings you all things business for two complete failures. That's me. That's me too. How's it going, Steve? Christopher Crunch. Welcome to the new week. The new week. A new week is upon us. So much, so many things have happened. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling somewhat better. Spring is in the air. Spring has sprung. Yeah. I think it has, right? I mean, no, I don't think so. No? Well, it's nice outside today. It certainly is nice. Yeah. Uh, and we said it wouldn't break last week, and it hasn't broke since. No. Yeah. No. But I mean, it's Chicago. It's going to be cold for another two months. Mm. So... NCAA is on uh, is upon us. Have you it's, been watching any upon, of those? I'm not watching any of the games. I watch the highlights. Mm. I, You're a highlight man. <clears throat> I'm a highlight guy. I filled a bracket out for just work for funsies. Yeah, not even for work. It was just like a ESPN thing. Just you and yourself. Just me, myself, and twenty other million jackasses. I yeah. think they're gonna win. You know what was weird too? Yeah, they had the the Quicken like Quicken loans a couple years ago had like the billion dollar sure. bracket thing. I think Allstate has one. This yeah, year. but if you win the ESPN one, they're like fifteen grand. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck that. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, but or I guess ESPN. it has to be perfect. Ah, I see. So like, and I don't think anybody has a no. perfect bracket now, especially with the Loyola uh, upsets. Well, in in Virginia, yeah, losing Michigan. Yes, uh, last night. Yeah. It's been Upset City. I feel like every year is like Upset City. Yeah. And I, I'm saying this as if I have any clue. Sure. Other than just saying. Yeah, we're not a sports podcast here. <laughs> no. But no. I want to call out, since we are a Chicago podcast, that mm-hmm. Loyola is doing really well. And no one thought that Loyola was going to do well. Sure. <laughs> I mean, who cares? <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the teams, like the, the yeah. schools care. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> they care. But what difference does it make? Speaking of you being a Grinch, yeah. one thing we forgot to talk about last week was we talked about Christopher Robin trailer. Oh, man. That but, thing's creepy. Oh, you finally watched it? Yeah. Yeah. You thought it was creepy. Well, I think what they did was they said, oh, let's just make Hook again and use Winnie the Pooh instead. Yeah, sure. It's like, here's a guy that grew up and now he's just he's, trudging along. His life's going to shit. Until some stinky old bear <laughs> walks up to him in a park. Oh, it's Christopher Robin. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, all right, get the fuck out. So your favorite animal. part was the part without Pooh. Which yeah. Is the whole point in the movie. I was movie. like, oh, this is interesting. Like, yeah. Ewan McGregor, he's like his, Christopher Robin's. He hates his life. Down on his luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just, life sucks. I'm like, this is all right. So I like in this. In your perfect world, it would just be a movie where it was just a guy who hated his life. Yeah. <laughs> and then this little ray of sunshine in the form of like a stinky old bear comes walking up to him. Got his hand stuck in a honey jar. So if it was the story of Christopher Torre and you met a little stinky bear in a park, you would just kick him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Get the fuck out dump of here. A, dump that little honey pot right over top of his head. We forgot to talk about the trailer for the new rebooted Grinch animated movie, mm-hmm. which is right up your alley because you're a goddamn Grinch. Yeah. Did you Except watch that it? guy actually likes a dog. I, I, uh, he does like a dog. Yeah, which is weird. Man, uh, you out Grinch the I, Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> you out Grinch a Grinch. The name in which I use yeah. for you, you have out Grinched it. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. And what'd you okay. think? I, look, I took to heart what you said to me last week. Yeah. Right? Where you're like, I send you things, you don't look at them. Right. I still don't look at everything, but I did watch that. So you're getting there. I'm Slowly getting there. Sure. And what'd you think of it? I think it looked pretty. Wow. Like visually, it looked nice. I don't really have any interest in seeing the movie. It's like, how many times do you have to see The Grinch? It's a new story. About what? The Grinch. Is it, is it Christmas again? Probably. Well, then it's not a new story. You know what? What? It all, it all would happen again. You know what? Well, like you can't make you can't make a Christmas story again. Ebenezer Scrooge is already converted. You can't like go back and make him into an asshole again. Okay, I have a bet for you. All right. For the next forty-five minutes, however long we're gonna do this podcast, you can't be a Grinch about That's anything. Impossible. You can't be a Grinch about anything. And if you if from starting from now. If you aren't a Grinch about anything, I will treat you to a nice dinner. What, nice dinner. Well, we've, we've said this before. <laughs> take a breath. Just take a breath. All right. So you and I had a bet once. Yeah. And we, we had, you know, you owed me a couple nice dinners. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you never paid out on it. I owe you one still. But I'm saying if, if you're not a Grinch for the rest of the show, I'll owe you two. Or you can upgrade them. You can combine them, and I can take you to the top of the Hancock. I, I, you know what? It's a nice day today, Steve. Yeah, you're I'm feeling it. Willing to, uh, I'll, I'll take that bet. Cheers on it. I'll take that bet. dot com. In oh, fact, there you go. I'll take that bet. <clears throat> yeah, we're going back. We're going to the signature room, though. Okay. If, if if I am able to not be a Grinch, not be a Grinch. No. Now, what does this mean? I don't. Does know. this mean that I can like I can't. No, you can come along. You can come along with me. Okay. On on like let's 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 get started. Okay. okay. We got a fun show. Can you we maybe got... just give me one? Can you give me one like? Uh, 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 yeah, I'll give you one. And then that way I'll know the limitations yeah, good, of this. Good, okay, good. fine. Uh, Chris, we got a fun show. We got a special guest in the second half. Uh, so stay tuned. But let's just dive into this past week's headlines. Yeah. Um, first off, I want to say I'm upset with United. Oh my God. United has had some problems this past week. I would say. Um, in, in the dog category, which is my, as you know, my favorite category. Right. So, first off, they, they legit killed a puppy. Now, I, saw, I didn't get <laughs> They just... murdered a puppy. Not a dog. <laughs> they killed a puppy. Did you hear about that? I did. It was really, that's really, but wasn't that on the people? They put, didn't they put their dog in a suitcase? I, I, I read it as the flight attendants... There was there was back and forth between the flight attendants and uh, the people, and they put the dog in the overhead compartment, the puppy in a purse, and the puppy barked and barked. That's not an option though. <laughs> what like, do you, you mean? can't just put a puppy in a purse and be like, sorry, you can't. Like they shouldn't have let him on the plane in the first place. I don't know. You can have lap dogs though. Well, then what was the problem? I don't know. The The passenger was refusing this, but the flight attendant was just like, no, we have to put this puppy in the overhead <laughs> compartment. In what world do we live in where that's a good idea? Yeah. Like, did you just think that there's ventilation up there? It's not good. Bags go up there. 
it doesn't even matter if it's up there. You've already stuck it inside of a purse. Like No, we- but the purse isn't closed. People have purse dogs. Paris Hilton has the purse oh, dogs. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so you're blaming the person, not the flight attendant. I just, I mean, there's definitely a, a people issue here. I mm-hmm. think that if somebody was going to make me, force me to mm-hmm. put my animal into yeah. a situation where I'm pretty sure it's going to die. They showed a picture of the dead puppy. I know. That's gross. That's gross. Could you imagine being like the head of United and getting that phone call? Oh, my God. You, yeah, that's where that guy's like, are you fucking kidding me today i can't get out this fucking shit today yeah <laughs> he he woke up yeah he woke up stepped on like his son's legos yeah that the shower was too hot yeah he like got stuck he's in just traffic. walking into a shareholders meeting and they're like sir sir we killed a dog <laughs> we killed a puppy uh, it's, yeah, it's got to be bad. So then, if that wasn't bad enough, luckily this wasn't the second thing that happened. Luckily that this mm-hmm. was the first thing that happened. Because the second thing that happened was uh, a dog that was supposed to go to Kansas uh, accidentally got shipped to that's, Japan. That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> Dog's okay. No worries. Just sayonara. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That is so good. I would say that's the chair on top, but like the dog dying is worse. So. Oh. I, yes, yeah. I agree with that, Steve. Uh, shipping a dog to Japan. That's just, yeah, that's so just like, fun. So then that guy got that call and was yeah. just like, we did what? Yeah. Okay, figure it. Send it back to Kansas. Wait, where? <laughs> Japan! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> God, like that shit, that shit you cannot control as like the head of united no how do you like Cause he, that's the thing when you are at the top of a giant corporation like that mm-hmm. you don't deal with any of that day-to-day unless no. it's really bad yeah and then you're like i'm paying this person what you know forty thousand dollars a year yeah. fifty thousand dollars a year be a flight attendant and and how would you think to be like okay i'm the i'm the head of a company i should probably put in the the like uh manual don't put dogs in overhead compartments yeah, you know, it's just like those little nuances that yeah. you don't think about. But yeah, those little nuances. Those things pop up where you're like, is anybody, <laughs> does anybody use common sense anymore? My God, what hey, are you thinking? Hey, sir, someone brought a, a whole flock of chickens onto this plane. Uh-huh. God. Why? <laughs> what the fuck are they bringing chickens on the plane for? Not a good week for no, United. No, not a Do good you fly week. United? Um, yeah, I fly United. Sure. I mean, huge hub here in Chicago. It's yeah. like easy to get flights. All t- I think I'm flying United uh, next week. Good for you. Yeah, I got to g- bring. Don't go bring. to bustling Lincoln, Nebraska for a business trip. <laughs> bustling. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Moving on. I'm trying to be happy. <laughs> My God. So far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. I'm doing an okay job. All right, Steve. Yeah. There is YouTube for children. Have you seen this? Sure. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, friends who have kids do it. Right. Well, unfor- it's not good, by the way. It's not entertaining. Unfortunately, um, it, it's purportedly that it's going to be it's more well policed than YouTube's own website. Yeah. But How? unfortunately, that's not happening. And there is there are like conspiracy theory videos that are getting like blended into like the oh, no. watch next. So like, like subliminal messaging, not even like little Timmy's like, I want to see a video about the moon. Mm-hmm. And then the next video is like the moon landing never happened. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh 
Oh, God. And YouTube has so many problems as it is. The head of YouTube is like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> On our kids' network? That's, that's just our, that's our new impersonation of every CEO in America. Fuck! Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this, is, this is an article from Fortune. Uh, so... Uh, the potentially devastating impacts of showing such material to young children were illustrated back in 2009 when conspiracy theorists began circulating the idea that an invisible planet called Nibiru would collide with the Earth in 2012 and destroy it. Yeah. A NASA astrobiologist reported receiving multiple inquiries from young people who were so terrified by the theories that they were contemplating suicide. The oh, kids, Kids are writing to NASA being like, is this going to happen? Maybe we NASA. should like, I don't want to get hit with a planet. Maybe I should just kill myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's hard. It's hard to police that shit because it, it's like the same thing as watching like little Marvel cartoons, right? Where you have like made up uh, like Thanos is going to take over the earth, you know? Yeah. Like how do you, what's fake and what's real? Like what's a fake story and what's a fake real story? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, can't they just say we're only like, we have to approve what goes on to the... Is it, like, that hard? I, I get... I mean, yeah. I would say after a while it is. How does There's that get, so many videos How does going that get on? filtered in? I don't how does know. the conspiracy... And the thing is, it's just because it's, it's just playing, and the kids, are, the kids aren't, like... Like, their parents probably plop them down in front of a screen and just be like, press play, and yeah. it just goes. Yeah. You're, you're at dinner. You don't want to pay attention to the kids. My point is, I'm sure, it, <laughs> it, I'm sure it's easy to slip by because it's a made-up story, and so are any stories for kids. Every story is a fairy tale. Uh, basically. Everything. We just lie to our kids constantly. Santa Claus. Right. Right? You hate Remember? Santa. Uh-uh. No, Careful. I hate. I'm, I'm saying it with a smile, Steve. <laughs> saying it with Careful. a smile over I here. I know your reputation with I Santa. I just think Santa Claus, I'm not, not being a Grinch about this. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't like to lie to my children. That's all. I don't think this there's is, anything. I don't think there's this is anything creepier for you to think, do it with a smile. I don't think face. there's anything Grinchy about saying I want to be truthful to my children. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. But this is this is like the YouTube where stuff gets by. Remember, there's that Logan Paul uh, guy. He was famous on YouTube, and he po- he went to Japan and was doing this video vlog, and he uh, was in this forest that is known for suicides, and they found a dead body, Ugh. and he posted that on YouTube, and then everyone lost their shit. Like advertisers were pulling out, and people were all <laughs> in uprage, and YouTube had to like figure out, well, what? How do we control this? Like, how do we control this content? When it's all just like, yeah, upload whatever whatever you want. It's yeah. hard. Well, I mean, they should just have a disclaimer. It's like when you go on YouTube, it's like you're going to see some fucked up shit. Some yeah, some fucked up shit, a bunch of lies. The tag the new tagline for YouTube should be welcome to the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good good. Your luck. your one stop shop for racist comment uh threads so are they so for this conspiracy theories for kids are they doing anything about like hell no yeah because they don't know what to do about that's the thing these these companies are so smart on their way up to being trillion dollar companies and then when it's like the simple things you have to ask them to control they're like oh fuck we don't know how to do that Uh, i mean we don't make money controlling stuff yeah we just we gave you everything you wanted we we make money starting forest fires we, you know, we don't make money making campfires. We make money starting forest fires. And yeah. then once they're burning, there's no way to stop it. We make money off of Thanksgiving fires when people try and dunk their turkeys on oh, the deep yeah. fryer. Oh, yeah, and they do a, like a true duck in, in a 55-gallon so, uh, pail of 
<laughs> peanut oil. So bad mm-hmm. news for you two. Bad yeah. news for United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 cleanse our palate with some ginger, and do like mm. a nice little. Let's go into our business review. Okay. segment. Sounds good. Um, how you feeling though? How's what's your Grinch level at? I'm feeling. You know what? I'm feeling okay yeah. right now. You feel loosey goosey. Is are you gonna change me? I might. Is That's this going to ruin our show, though? That's why we started the show. Like, if I'm happy, are people... Hey, if it ruins the show, I'm not then... being a Grinch here, Steve. Mm-hmm. I'm just, as a concerned <laughs> outsider. Yeah. There's people that listen to this show because... You You're know, a curmudgeon. I'm a curmudgeon, yeah. and then they can... I, I vent for them. If, I vent for America. If I grow your heart three times bigger... It'd probably blow and up and I'd die. Yeah, and it sacrifices this show, then, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were just looking up stuff online last night about animals with multiple hearts. Okay, good. Yeah. Did uh, you know that a cockroach has 15 hearts? No, it doesn't. It does. Earthworms? Where does it put three. it? Three. There's some humans that have two. Do they know that they have two? They know they have two. <laughs> uh, business review. Have you heard of Imperfect Produce? I have. I see it on my uh, Instagram feed all the time. So for those who don't, uh, Imperfect Produce delivers you vegetables, uh, fruits, but um, they are kind of gross looking, or they have like some kind of defect. Right. It's still good food. It just doesn't look nice enough to put it in your like local like like Walmart, which is insane. Right. Like it could be too small, it could be too big, too varied, <clears throat> too misshapen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they made a whole delivery system off of this, which just pr- proves that you could deliver anything. You could get anything delivered. Yeah. What do you think of what do you think of this imperfect prose? I I'm interested in it. I think from my perspective, I don't I don't care as much about it just because we have so many markets in Chicago that kind of sell this stuff anyway. Sure. Like you can go to those like we live in a bubble of imperfect prose. Yeah. Like you can go to those like different markets where you're like, yeah, I can get like apples for 15 cents a pound. One of them's the size of a cantaloupe, the other one's the size of a cherry, but you can pick through it and find stuff that you need. I think it's a great idea. I mean, I think it's a an okay mission. I, I mean, I don't know if they're actually saving. It oh says no, they've it's saved fourteen point five million pounds of food saved. It's like, I don't think so. I think before what they're doing is jumping into the um, the flow of like these these weird looking strawberries. Well, it wasn't like they were going to throw them away. They would just like chop them up and put them into like. A salsa. Uh, yeah, they make s- strawberry jam out of them yeah. or something. You know, it's not, it's not as if, like, we're like, oh, we were just going to throw all this food away. Maybe, yeah. No, it, we, they weren't. I, I, I'm i talking about savings as, like, you're not saving anything by buying imperfect produce. Like, you, the consumer. No, it's not. But that stuff is, none of this stuff's getting thrown. None of this stuff was going to get thrown away. Right. Like, if you're a farmer and you grow this stuff and you had a choice of either just turning this these old, weird-looking strawberries into jam mm-hmm. or just throwing them in a trash can, yeah. what would you choose? I think it's interesting that they say more than 20% of the fruits and vegetables grown in America never make it off the farm because they aren't perfect enough for grocery store that's standards. Bullshit. <laughs> that's that's not, I'm not even, I mean, that's not a Grinchy. That's just bullshit. Like, yeah. again, you would process it in a different way. There's just different levels to like where this food goes. It just doesn't go as like a whole piece of fruit or vegetable to a consumer. Mm-hmm. It just gets processed in a different way. So you wouldn't do this? No, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying that their marketing angle is like a skewed. It's it's a little yeah. It's it's being very generous. It's very fluffy. Yeah. yeah. Now, when. 
Because I feel like we can smell it out, especially when you know that a company is being a little fluffy. Mm-hmm. I brought this up during the Super Bowl when Budweiser had that whole water can business going on. Yeah. When you know it's fluffy, do you are you like do you like let that brand go off lightly? Or are you like okay, you're this, being fluffy. This is a this isn't as bad. I just think that like. It's not like it's not, You're not necess- impressed. It's not yeah. It's not like that uh, seductive of an argument mm-hmm. to do it. Because if but you maybe can't you're out, saying that because you grew on a farm. No, I think anybody could realize that like we don't just throw all this food away that isn't yeah. like that isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. The perfect stuff goes onto the pedestal. Yeah, and everything else gets turned into jam. You should make a competitive business for imperfect produce. That's called turn it into jam. Turn it into jam. <laughs> Where you you just deliver jams? Yeah, we t- I take imperfect produce and I turn it into jams. Well, I hi, mean, I'm Chris Torre. Hi, I'm Chris Torre. Now I would have a business though, but that would be like having a, a glue business and being like, instead of turning this horse into glue, we're just gonna give you an imperfect horse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> same thing. Okay. Okay. I just ru- I might have just ruined their entire business model with that statement. Last last Sorry. week last week we did advertising taglines. You you took a shot at it, so let's yeah. do another one. All right, what what, what are we doing uh, for this one? Though? Chris Torres, imperfect jam. Well, okay, hold on. Yeah. Give me a little bit more of a background here. So we're talking about I'm I have this. I'm basically doing this for imperfect produce, yeah. but with imperfect jam. jam. Yeah. Okay. Introducing new Chris Torres imperfect jam. You don't want to. It's a weird looking strawberry. You don't want to eat that thing. <laughs> Try it one more time. Right. That was good. That was good. But succinct. One sentence. Ready? Mm-hmm. Introducing new Chris Torres Imperfect Jam. Siamese mushrooms? No. <laughs> You're not saying anything about the jam, though. Well, all right. Try Ready? It. One more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introducing Imperfect Jam. Tastes the same as Perfect Jam. <laughs> See, I'm glad we read it. Very good, very good. All right, moving on. Let's uh, before we take a break, let's go one one little uh, mailbag. Let's get a mail in. Oh yeah. Um, Remember, you can submit your questions. Yeah. Uh, tweet at us at Inferior Men uh, or uh, write write to us at uh, Inferior Men Pursuit at Gmail dot com. This one is from Douglas Williams from yeah. Omaha, Nebraska. Oh. He says, Steve, Chris, love the show. Oh. What's the worst job? you've ever had oh. go uh. <clears throat> not being a Grinch yeah but okay I, I also I prefer when people don't say go go oh you hate that no I don't hate it mm-hmm. I don't prefer it mm-hmm. very I'm good just saying when I see that see how easy it is to just make a, a <laughs> when I see shift? when I see someone ask a question and then say go yeah. immediately after it it just makes me smile Steve <laughs> I'll tell you what. This is a creepy. Smile. What was your worst job? Uh, my worst job ever was working as uh, I got a job as like they said it was going to be like a photographer, mm-hmm. but what you were doing was just like getting people to take their pictures before they got on like the Ferris wheel at Navy Pier, or like and you had to be like and oh, you were just God. like yeah, like people were like waiting, mm-hmm. like they weren't they weren't in line to like get their picture taken they were in line for the ferris wheel and then before they got on the ferris wheel you're we like just stand right over here and like have your picture taken mm-hmm. and it was like yeah. i hated that because they nobody wanted it mm-hmm. 
I mean, some people did, and then you're like, you're, uh, yeah. Like you're people that I don't want to hang out with. You're, yeah, you're one of those yeah. tourists. You're one of those people that are like, you'll buy every single picture from every single roller coaster mm-hmm. that you've been on it's and like, s- spend like a thousand dollars. It's so expensive, and you're like, what? What? That's like, it's a poor quality picture. It looks like everybody's sneezing in I those once, pictures. I once went to one of those Disney on Ices with my nephew. <laughs> yeah, and I saw like this big fat kid walking out after the show with every one of those like toys that you can buy with like the spinny color like little thing oh yeah, press yeah, yeah and, sure like, do you have a pennant the... <laughs> yeah he had a pennant <laughs> he had a hat with like a spinny top yeah a giant thing like a giant bag of cotton candy you're like where'd you even get that one at <laughs> they didn't sell them that big yeah um my worst job was when I did marketing for uh, Broadway shows that came to Chicago, like mm-hmm. Book of Mormon, Wicked. I mm-hmm. used to have to flyer, and I used to just have to pass out flyers of the oh, show man, that had I like hate that, yeah, d- promo codes that were like stickered to it. Yeah, and man, nothing makes you feel like more like scum on the earth than trying to like get oh. people to just take a flyer. I know. Like, they would rather just... I had people who would take it and then rip it up right in front of my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, want to come to Buck Warren? Eat shit! Yeah, right, right. Get bent! <laughs> Fuck you! My other example was... I used to work at Quiznos. It was my first job. And See, one, that already sounds worse. One, one yeah. summer, the air conditioning didn't work. <laughs> Wait, for the whole summer? <laughs> like, my, our manager wouldn't fix it for months. Why? The whole thing is that they toast everything. I know. It was going to be hot toasting. Yeah, mm-mm, hot yeah. as fuck. <laughs> Good lord, yeah. Mm-mm, I'm sweaty yeah, as 17 shit. 17-year-old sweat on your sandwich. So we used to fill the, like, uh, uh sinks with the uh, ice and just take running starts and just like dive our heads right into the ice <laughs> it closed i think i single-handedly brought wonder that why yeah. yeah he was like the only person to have a fran- his franchise <laughs> close on him although are quiznos even around i feel like those yeah i feel like they're around. but they're always, they were always so expensive quiznos yeah you were a subway guy or no i just mean like just as a basic like going to a fast food sandwich place it was always like that's way too expensive one time in college uh, a building was set on fire and on the side of the building was a Quiznos ad and it said toasty Perfect. as it was like engulfed so in flames so good <laughs> it was great so good I wish I had a camera for man, it man if, if if Twitter was just as quite as big they could have like taken that yep. like taken that and used that as some serious currency that would have been a Reddit meme mm-hmm. in no time all right, well, those were our worst jobs. Yeah, I'm actually hanging in there pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you're right doing now. so far so good. You know why? Because I am going to hold your feet to the fire. We have this on record yeah. that I'm going to get a I, nice dinner. Signature, signature lounge. lounge. Yeah. No, signature room. Room. Yeah. La- don't take me to the lounge. Because <laughs> any, any, anybody can go to the lounge. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to. You want to go to the room? I want to be taken out. When's like your birthday? May 13th. You'll okay. take me out on my birthday. <laughs> there you go. Tristan will be like, what? I'll yeah. be like, no. No, Steve, sorry. Steve. You stay home with the She's baby. She's like, but I already got a, I got a babysitter. I'm like, no. Tell, tell him to stay at home because you're staying home. Steve and I are going to the signature room on my birthday. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We have a special guest coming up in the second half. So yeah. uh, stay tuned and we will be right back. back. Hi, are you looking for a podcast that will teach you how to be the perfect mom, where you hear about the beautiful, inspiring, precious miracle of parenting? Cool. This isn't it. 
We're real honest moms who are just muddling through this parenting thing like everyone else. Our babies are the greatest thing to ever happen to us, but sometimes they're disgusting jerks. Let's just talk about it. I'm Casey. And I'm Tristan. And we're the baddest mothers in the room. Now on the Universe Head Podcast Network. are back with Chris and Steve on Inferior Man. Uh, in the recent news, remember when we were talking about Kylie Jenner? Oh, uh, yeah. How she like ruined... She ruined... Ruined Snapchat? Billions of dollars. Yeah. Snapchat lost yeah. billions of dollars. Could you imagine that CEO? <laughs> Being like, we lost how much money? Why? Who? <laughs> Kylie Jenner, who the fuck is that? How do we lose all that money? Fuck! Stomach ulcers over <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's just he's just keeps taking his pills. It's like the fat guy in Dumb and Dumber where he keeps taking yeah. his like heart medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, we are back. Mm-hmm. Second half, we got a lot packed in. How you feeling, Grinch wise? I'm happy. You know why? You know why I'm happy? Because my belly is rumbling. I'm hungry. Yeah. What do you think you're gonna get? Oh, we're gonna do the buffet, man. That's like they have a buffet. Hell yeah. At the signature lounge? Oh, dude, smorgasbord's on Sunday. That's when we're going to go. It'll be like a 60, 70 bucks ahead. But, <laughs> man, I'm going to just keep, like, go down that line. Give me as much prime rib as you can cut. I hope they have that at the signature <clears throat> lounge. No, dude. Room. <laughs> <laughs> you you keep, mis- like, you're misspoken. Room. I'm trying to do, like, fine print. I'm trying to, just in case, Room. I'm trying to hedge my bets. Yeah, you know, the sig- the signature lounge is where people from, like, Des Moines go. When they come to Chicago, they're like, we don't want to pay for the observatory. We'll go to the Signature Lounge. Yeah, fuck Des Moines. What's your cheapest beer? <laughs> what? $8 for a Miller Lite. It's like, well, yeah, because yeah. you didn't pay for the observatory. Way to really so. burn Des Moines. <laughs> Chris, we got a special guest with us. We uh, do. Uh, people who listen here have probably heard him on Universe Head's uh, The Push Off Podcast, our very own a Scott Hogan. Hey, thank you. Thank you guys very much. Scott, how does it feel to to shed that dead to weight? Get away from Dan, Dan Wright. Wright. I'll tell you, uh, it's nice to <laughs> to only be worried about what I have to say. You guys have all of this stuff planned. I'll tell you, Dan comes in, no notes. He's <laughs> no, off, he's no, off the cup. Yeah. yeah, I recorded. I stepped in for you for That's one right. of the yeah, episodes, you guessed it on it. or so I've been told. Yeah. I haven't heard it. Yeah, and I'll I'll repeat it for what I told what I said on the episode was that. Me coming in and replacing you during Pro Bowl week is like someone saying, "Hey, watch! Can you you mind watching my dog for me this week?" And then you show up, the dog's dead. He's already <laughs> torn the couch apart. There's puke and vomit everywhere, and and you're just like, "Oh boy, I got to deal with was, this." Is Dan the dog in your metaphor? I didn't no, leave no, no, him no, that no. Way. It just was a week of. <laughs> I didn't it was like, kill Dan. Do you want to you want to talk football? It's like let's talk about the Pro Bowl. Oh yeah, oh so. I mean, that's why I took the vacation in that week. It's <laughs> plan ahead. Yeah. Okay, we got a good weekend free of football. I'm going to go to Mexico. Uh, now, very first, before we dive into the segment, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite, since we are a failure podcast, mm. uh, do you have a, and you are a football podcast. That's okay. Uh, do you have a, do, can we combine them? Do you have a favorite failure um, football Oh, there's moment? so much. I think 
I, I guess personally mine would be because I own his jersey, Ryan Leaf. Oh, okay. This guy was drafted. It was it was whether or not it was going to be him or Peyton Manning back in 1998. And uh, Peyton Manning did all right for himself, I think. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Leaf, a so. couple years in San Diego. And, you know, San Diego doesn't have a team anymore. Wasn't he in jail so. for a little bit, too? I think so. I mean, right now, he's the guy who you hear about saying, hey, Ryan Leaf told this young QB, you better straighten up and fly right. And they're like, Boy, if Ryan Leaf says you're going off the hook, then that's that's going to be in another ten years. Johnny Manziel is going to be like, man, don't take it for granted now. Yeah, wow. If you're if you're a speaker at at local high schools, you know where your career path is gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you for coming on. We're going to play a little bit around uh, of Burns Our Biscuits with you. This is perfect. This is this is why I wanted to be here yeah. to complain about stuff. I want to know though, can Chris do this if he's not supposed I to don't be know. a Grinch? We're going to find out. That's you're just asking him to yeah. fail here. This is this is like <laughs> the ultimate test. Uh, <laughs> now now we I have the nickname for you, Old Man Hogan. That's right. Uh, which Chris, I don't know if you know, is a is a nerd bit. Have you heard of Old Man Logan? Oh no. Old Man Logan is Wolverine. You see, I, I know who Logan is. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie now. Well, I know that all you nerds cried during it. Careful, careful. Okay. I'm getting real uh, uh, biting. <laughs> you almost crossed I was, the line. I was, I wasn't Grinchy. I was uh, just joshing I'll you. Come, I was I'll just, right across I was the just joshing you. Look at that smile, Steve. Just joshing you. Anyways, Old Man Hogan, mm-hmm. you have prepared some. What burns your biscuits yeah. for us? Yeah, what irks me? Yeah, lay it on us. Okay, are we doing this in round robin? Do I just do one and then? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm going to start with one that I felt was topical to inferior men. Mm-hmm. Uh, this last summer, I was applying for more work and jobs and stuff. Yeah. What is the deal with uploading your resume mm. and then going through it and then going, all right, now tell us about your work history? It's yeah. Like, well, it's it's on that resume I just uploaded. Yep. Yeah, no, type in and give me their phone number again. And all right, how about your references? Again. It's on there. Just read what I upload. Why am I uploading it if you have me type it all in again? And yeah. that's every site. And then they also want you to create an account for their site. It's it, it takes twice, three times as long as it should. And nothing makes me want to throw my computer out the window was when I was applying for jobs. And you have to A, upload it. B, do that bullshit. And then your internet goes out. Or you, you click submit and it's not working and then yeah. you have to do it all fucking over Their again. website hiccups and they're like, sorry, something went wrong. Oh, no, we didn't save any of that. Yeah. That, it's a good question. Like, Because A, when I used to interview people, like candidates, A, first of all, cover letters I never looked at. Oh, I, really? Yeah. What are you crazy? And I'm writing That's up new ones. You have to do one for every yeah, No, for each one. cover no. letters, I don't give a shit about interviews. the resume. I want the interviews. I want to get to know you. Yeah, and I think the cover letter is the best. If you have a killer cover letter, I don't give a shit about if you worked at like Quiznos. Yeah. Right? You're a pro cover letters. I'm just saying, when you yeah. got to upload all this stupid shit, are you really looking at, like, uh, 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 employers are not looking at all of that. Right. And how long do you want a cover letter to be? Two, three paragraphs? Yeah. So you're going to read through all that and I still just want something interested? funny. I want you to be like, yeah. get, I want you to show me that you get what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Like if I'm hiring you and I'm looking at a cover letter, if you can like cater that message to me, then I'm like, all right, we'll take a look at the resume. But other than that, it's like, if it's just like, thank you for giving me the opportunity to put this resume in front of you. It's like, I don't fucking care about yeah. that, right? To, to Scott's point, though, why do you got to do double? Why do you got to double it? Yeah, no, every website does that. I mean, they all want to see it in their own in their own setup. And probably that, that 
you know, translates to another screen that they're looking at going, okay, here's all my questions <clears> answered. <throat> but here is a whole resume uploaded there that is supposed to be covering the you got same everything stuff. Ah, uh, burns my biscuits. One or the other. <laughs> uh, I got one uh, that recently happened. People who misuse emojis and emails. Mm. Uh, like I, I use emojis a lot in text messages, but when it comes to like work, I try to stay away from that because Smart. it's it's supposed to be like it it just a comes off unprofessional to me, and b it comes off as like passive aggressive, where they're like, "Hi, can you do this? Thanks, smiley emoji." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to do it now. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? No, you I... still have to participate in Burns My Biscuits. <laughs> Look, well, it's hard. What am I supposed to do, Steve? You can participate. Right, you're I'm, giving, giving me... I'm giving you leniency. Just don't say any more shit about comic books. <laughs> well, do, the, do I have to have toasted biscuits? Yeah. Golden brown. Yeah. Perfectly With toasted. With some honey on them. A little bit, a little spot of honey Ooh, on Now you guys are making biscuits. me hungry. Mm. <laughs> they have those at the signature room. <laughs> room. Good, good, good. Ooh. Scott, what else you got? Um, okay, my other one is uh, saying every scandal is a blank gate. Let's get over that right now. Yeah, let's find a that's new a good, phrase. That's a good point, Scott. Watergate I, was a hotel. It's, it's the name <laughs> of the place. It's not a suffix. No, it was like, part of the story. Yeah. Now there's nipple gate for when that happened at Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah, Jan yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Everything's a something gate. The only one I was actually well, okay there is with. that hotel called Nipplegate downtown. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's and, if, yeah. and if something yeah. bad happened in Nipplegate, which nothing ever does, <laughs> then okay, then it's a bad. It, it's a scandal again. The only one I kind of liked, which is football is deflate gate because it yeah. rhymed it was a nice fit yeah, yeah but the rest of it let's let that go what would you change it to um if i were talking about what well give me a um, conspiracy so i think um, you need quip names for here these. we go so in fear man chris uh, uh stole started stealing microphones from universe head and selling them on the black market that's oh not true Drew. what would you call them um it's got okay it's got to be some type of like uh Mike Pirates. <laughs> Mike. And we're back Pirates. with Mike Pirates. That's a great fucking right. podcast name. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> we might have to change our name to Chris and Steve, Mike Pirates. Mike Pirates. <laughs> you start stealing microphones. All right, you got another one? I've got, I've got, okay, so I got one last one. Okay. A hu- it's a big one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. You know what really burns my biscuits? Yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm. And let me explain. Okay. Not the Truman Capote novella. Mm-hmm. Not the famous movie uh, with Katherine Hepburn, uh, which won two Academy Awards, one for Best Song in Moon River. No, ironically, it is the song yeah, I was gonna say. by Deep Blue Somethings, Breakfast when at I Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right? Deep Blue she Something. Said, I think I remember that film and... Yeah. Why? Okay, first of all, who are Deep Blue Something? They're a one-hit one. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Yeah, that was their one hit. Yeah. They, they use, I feel like they're using the title of a famous movie to get people to listen to this song, yeah. their only hit. And they did. You know, it's it's like if I wrote a song going, hey, remember back in the 90s when we all liked Jurassic Park? It I love like, it. I kind of love it. And all people, right. if you like Jurassic Park, Steve, yeah. call Brad Kemp. 
<laughs> we're gonna book you. Yeah. All right. We're gonna book you thirty minutes, second bedroom studio here in Chicago. Let me write up some verses for it. I was gonna do a Space Jam one, but there's already a song for Space Jam. <laughs> also, you guys were singing along. Space with that Jam, song. hanging together, jamming it on the line. Space Jam, couldn't be better. Okay, good. Michael <laughs> Jordan, Space Jam. What? Uh, wait. So keep going. Yeah. The uh, the 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 lines itself in that song, you guys were singing. Yeah. The girl wants to break up with him. They have nothing in common. I mean, in fact, it's not hard to understand the song because they are literally singing out the problems that they're having in their relationship. Mm-hmm. She's saying, we got nothing in common. She wants to break up. And he goes, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Talking about the movie. He's talking the about the movie. Yeah. Okay. I guess not the novel. They couldn't have made that clear. Or you can get Breakfast at Tiffany's, I feel like. Yeah, there's probably the, a the place. Store. Yeah. And yeah. so she goes, yes, as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. I'm counting three maybes in there. Yeah. As so, I recall. It's an yeah. awkward conversation. I think we both, yeah, yeah. yeah we kind of liked it. It was someone in the middle there. Yeah. And he goes, all right, then, that's that's good enough. Let's stay together for that yeah. reason. This is a conversation you have with a homeless person as a bus stop. This is funny. This is, yeah. So, yeah, they're both not committed to breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. No, so why stay together? Maybe we watched, did we even watch that together? I don't even remember. I remember it was okay. All right, then that's something we got in common. Yeah. We should stay together. And then the little history of Deep Blue Something. The uh, the story about this wasn't even about Breakfast at Tiffany's. Apparently, it was about Roman Holiday, and they decided to go with another Hepburn movie. Burns my biscuits. Burns my oh, biscuits. Man. You know what's funny about that? Natalie and I were listening to uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Careful, Chris. Don't say anything about my nerd shit. Um, and on the the play uh, the record, uh, one of them is uh, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Yeah, and. We were like cleaning our apartment while we were listening to this, and then we both like sat down and realized how fucked up that story is because he is not happy with the relationship. So he finds a wanted ad of uh, someone being like, If you like pina coladas and getting caught, he's just like, Yeah, I'm bored, so I want to meet up with this chick. He meets up with the chick, and it's the his girlfriend, and her (laughs) her reaction is, Oh, it's you. Oh, isn't this funny? (laughs) <laughs> it's like no. Do they get back together? They get back together because they both just wanted to have pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. <laughs> but there's something weird about the reaction of like, oh, it's you. <laughs> anyway, small world. It's like no, you need counseling. <laughs> <laughs> like something's wrong with your relationship. There's a lot of weird songs that start to get into stuff like uh, "Baby, It's Cold Outside." It's, yeah. What's in this drink? Are yeah. we seriously doing yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, that gets uh, weird. Uh, good. Good burns your biscuits. Thank I you like guys. the song deconstruction. Chris, do you have one? No. Okay. No, I'm perfectly fine today. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> nice. There's like a vein across your forehead. <laughs> like you're just like you're asking. You want it. Do you ever? You ever get that feeling where you're gonna throw up? Yeah. And like your mouth gets watery. Yeah. And yeah. you keep swallowing. Mm-hmm. That's what's just happening saying. right now. Yeah. The whole episode. <laughs> guys, speaking of the '90s. Uh, you know, one thing I used to do in the 90s when mm-hmm. I was a kid is uh, buy toys. Sure. Um, <clears throat> at my favorite store, Toys R Us. Yeah. Well, we have to grow up now. Because we can no longer be Toys R Us kids. <sighs> they took Jeffrey out and tied him to a tree so for last a- week and just... <laughs> Filled them for a while now. <laughs> they took them a lot of bullets because oh, it's a giraffe. Yeah. Oh my god. Could you imagine slitting a giraffe's throat? That'd be the <laughs> funnest throat. That'd be the funnest throat to slit. <laughs> Could you think of a funner throat? 
I can't think of a better throat to slit than a giraffe's throat. You stand positive. That. You give him that. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's a great. Thanks, Steve. That's a great throat to slit. A giraffe's throat. And great is, idea, Steve. This is the origin story of how Chris became a serial killer. Uh, Toys R Us, for a while, there's been rumors of it um, closing down because yep. it can't compete with Amazon. It can't. Like, when I buy my nephew's gifts, it's all Amazon Prime, baby, because I'll be like, oh shit, it's their birthday later this week. I got to jump on it. I can't remember the last time I bought a thing at Toys R Us. And so sure enough, after like years of <laughs> fighting it, they won, filed for bankruptcy and were like, we're going to try and keep stores open. And then the next day, there's an article that was just like, uh, use up your Toys R Us gift cards because they're not going to be usable at a certain point. And then I feel like within the same hour, they're like, no, we're going to close all Never the Never mind, it's gone. Yeah. Thanks for your money, it was just, suckers. It was, it was just insane that all, yeah. all of that, those three headlines yep. happen within like a 24-hour span. Do you guys see that? Is there a, a peak in people actually going to these stores that are closing because they expect everything off, uh, you know, 80% off, yeah. everything must go? I'm sure, but I feel like at the same time, it's the kiss of death. Like, mm. those sales aren't going to uh, help you at all. Like, no, right? you, you have like a you're scarlet miti- it's letter. A, you're mitigating loss. Yeah. With that. That's all it is. But it's not going to, I don't feel like it's ever going to save you. I can't oh, imagine no. a situation you where you have like, a clearance yeah. sale to keep your keep you in business but this is sad next, yeah this is legit sad this is like a blockbuster closing i like but, it's the end of a huge era yeah I, I think it'll be back not toys r us but there's got to be that sort of experience especially from like kid level if we're actually going to sell kids toys you have to have an arena for them to play with them mm-hmm. and that was like the the whimsy and fun of a toys r us or an fao schwartz which doesn't really exist either no man yeah. right and so like it was the idea that you could go to this like playland okay right a fantasy world if you will steve yeah and scott mm-hmm. um you can't get away with target having four aisles and here you go go play in there yeah for a little bit. and you can't go into a target and like play with toys right and so good you you'd be a jackass right <laughs> exactly I think that we're, but we were talking about this months ago on the podcast, how yeah. there are, there are new companies that are opening up now that essentially we understand that everybody's going to buy stuff online moving forward, but we actually just need a store where you can go in and demo stuff mm. and like sharper image essentially. Yeah. yeah. And so you're going to need to have like some sort of uh brick and mortar space that's just a it's a demo store maybe i demo, don't know demo the toys buy them online whatever because yeah. now now we got augmented reality remember we had we've always brought this example up of china yeah. opening up all like a thousand stores in one shot because all they needed was augmented reality and they would just buy parking lots and they wouldn't build the stores but people could go to the parking lot if they're out and buy and shop, so they got that like in-store experience. Yeah, but it's like a different world. Man. I hear you. I like, don't know. It'd they, be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see demos. I'm sad about this because when I was a kid, my aunt used to be like, "I'm giving you sixty dollars for your birthday. Go get whatever you want." You know, and I would, I would be like little, little Stevie Hun, just running through the aisles, being like, "I all the possibilities. The possibilities are endless." Mm-hmm. It was always like Game Boy games, mm. you know. Or they had those Toys R Us sweeps on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Kids got a minute to just like throw shit in their cart and then they would get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like supermarket sweep. Oh. Yeah. I, I, my mouth was fun. watering just to get yeah. a chance to do that. I forgot about that. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. You don't feel sad about it, though. 
Um, I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't feel sad. I just think that there's going to be this is going to get replaced because we have like we can't just totally get into a everything online culture. Yeah, like we're push. We're, there is going to be a resurfacing of this stuff. It's not going to be in the same format of having a store that you walk into and check out of with items. We got to have demo stores, though. I think demo stores are going to be the future. You heard it here first. You got to. You got to be. You have to be able to have hands-on experience with stuff before you buy it. Especially if you're going to put a lot of money into things. Sure. Like, are you going to buy a TV online without for three thousand dollars before you can even see it with a picture on it? Yeah, probably because I can always return it. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people probably are buying TVs and stuff without ever looking at it and, and Best Buy or something like yeah. that. But but you can't always return it because right now Amazon makes like zero dollars selling you crap because they take billions and billions and billions of dollars loss on the shipping. Mm-hmm. And eventually they're going to be like, we're not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So you no, need to figure out. They won't I'm ever tell- stop. Yes, no. they will, dude. They're going to stop when they get those all the Amazon stores, stores. in order. And then they have corporate sponsors that are willing to stock those with like TVs that you can view, and then you can buy, and then we'll ship it to you in two oh, days. Oh, I thought you were saying that Amazon is no gonna no longer accept refunds. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like shipped back refunds. Having this, having this you culture, have to go to a store. having this culture of like just being like refunds are no big deal. Like everything's coming and going on our dime. Yeah, for you forever is not it. I guarantee you this. You know what I mean? We're going to add this to our list of predictions. We got a running list going. You said HQ is going to die. <clears throat> you yeah. said micro, or, uh, 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 Xbox and PlayStation are going to announce like yeah. a Switch type uh, game. Our, our buddy Derek Dahan, mm-hmm. he won HQ trivia the other day. Did he? He won it. You know how much money he won? Seven dollars. <laughs> and he was for 12 questions. Yeah. He went nuts. It was like, it was like, you know. Climbing Mount Everest, yeah. winning seven dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, I told him last night. I was like, you get seven dollars if you just dug through the cushions of my couch. <laughs> Damn, you got seven dollars on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I usually keep a twenty. I just like stuff it in between the couch. Cushions. Time for lunch. I gotta yeah. check out that couch. <laughs> check that couch. Where did I put that fifty dollar bill? What am I gonna have? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yep. You got another. You got some headlines. I do. I have a few headlines. Um, there is a provocative headline. Uh, that's called a distillery on every corner, and this was on Bloomberg. Um, it's interesting. It's just talking about now. The, you come from the distillery business. I, well, I don't come from a distillery <laughs> business, dummy. I come from the brewery business. It's oh, a totally boy. different alcohol. Aye, aye, aye. Careful. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You, you, my friend, took yeah. the glove out and slapped me across the face. That's right. I can because I'm on this. Well, side that's of the not fair. No, sorry, man. I'm running you through the gamut. But what about the distillery Steve. on every yes, corner? Yes, I yes, Steve. I distilled bourbon. That was my <laughs> that was my profession for years. Go on. I distilled bourbon. Um <laughs> anyway. So the article is yeah. about uh it's talking about the craft industry and mm-hmm. how we're looking at craft booze increasing a lot of jobs okay we're, we're bringing in a lot of jobs and you know the reason why is because craft breweries craft distilleries are way more inefficient than you know a giant like jim beam or a giant miller light you have to have a lot more people yeah working at, in these oh, industries 
And so there is like when you could just have one big bathtub. You can just have the biggest bathtub with robots making everything. Mm-hmm. Just like robots with a big spoon. But it's interesting because it's Stirring. like this is this is a way that like we're able to to change laws because like initially the 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 way that that beer and alcohol was was established in terms of uh, taxation within this country is a three tiered system. You have a producer. You have a distributor and you have a retailer. And the three-tiered system was always pushed by big brands like Miller Lite or Miller, InBev, whatever, okay? Uh, Because they could afford to just say, hey, we own the distributors essentially. They move our product and then we can give – we can cut the costs and get it to the retailer. Well, the craft beer boom just really – you know, it was it was based on the tastes of people, right? Mm-hmm. They, they they were tired of drinking that stuff, and so the craft beer industry is like, look, we have to be able to like circumvent this. We have to be able to sell our own beer at an on premise location. We have to be able to like distribute our own beer. We have to be able to cut out some of this taxation or these essentially just like revenue markups to our product. And so what you're seeing are a lot of different options out there. We have so many breweries, so many distilleries. So many wineries. So concurrently, you're talking about a bubble in terms of the industry bursting and everybody losing everything, which isn't going to happen. That's just not not a situation. But what's interesting is, and what I think is happening within craft alcohol, is that something we can we can kind of take that as a cue for the rest of our world. We can say when we're concerned about Americans losing jobs, what we shouldn't think about is efficiency, we should think about inefficiency and how we can hire people to do things that a robot would do. So like slowing it down. Slow it down. Yeah. And if we can slow things down, mm-hmm. then you hire more people and yeah. you have more people doing things and you have more people with money who can actually like pay for things. I just feel right like it's way. all ebb and flow. It's just like, mm-hmm. let's get more robots and then let's slow it down. And then let's get more robots and then let's slow it down. Like the idea of, of libraries becoming a bigger thing again or bookstores. Exactly. Yeah. People yeah. are buying off Kindles and they're like, mm, I missed that. I, miss, I want to go back to right. that. Yeah. Or instead of like the, the penal system, instead of throwing everybody in jail, you give them a job that mm-hmm. they pay taxes on mm-hmm. instead of like everybody paying $60,000 a year to keep them in prison. Right. Mm-hmm. You figure out a job to pay them forty thousand dollars that they pay taxes on. There's a net gain there, and then and those people who have their money and they spend that money <laughs> instead of being yeah. incarcerated where they can't spend. Do you think it. human beings are destined to just live in this cycle? Of yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, because like we we don't, but it's it's understandable too, right? Mm-hmm. When when you look at something like this with like beer you're like well i mean i can just go get a a miller high life for six bucks you don't think of like you're you're making a purchase as a consumer on a price point that doesn't take into consideration like other people Mm -hmm. or other things and that's the same thing with like prisons too you're just like fuck it just throw them in prison i don't want to deal i don't want to deal with it it's cheaper it's easier when you do that then you put other people behind uh, how about the idea of people that are liking these micro brews and stuff is because it's a completely different taste and, and different types of beer than what Anheuser-Busch and Miller and stuff offer, right? How come Miller and those companies haven't done what most other big companies done and go, all right, well, then here's our pale ale They option. don't have to. Why would they even bother? Why? Give, them, give the consumer more options? I mean, they do. 
It's just that they they buy the company itself. Oh. So like Miller, oh, Miller is never saying. going. So they to own say, a pale ale company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Way. I mean, that's how it works. I mean, so like Blue Moon is just is Budweiser. That's you know, it's so it, it's like when they need a brand, they're not going to say, "Hey, here's Miller's we'll go IPA." Start it. Mm-hmm. They just say, "We'll buy a regional. We'll buy Fat Tire." And it's funny how that <laughs> concept, that. It, what, th- like they don't need to. And they, that way, you don't you don't assimilate that beer with yeah. the macro industry, which has been tarnished. Mm-hmm. And they can still sell the other 90% of Americans who don't give a shit. Is there not a macro group, though, that's like, I'm a Miller guy, and oh, here's a new Miller taste. I actually like uh, a porter now. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I mean Miller, Miller... An idiot like that. I'm, I'm saying, saying no, you, I'm they're making saying, their money, yeah. true, but... Like, Miller, Coors, Budweiser, they're never going to jump into that market in terms of, like, putting their own brand on it, because uh, Kraft is still only representing 15% of the market. And so... When you have that representation that's small, all they need to do is just they can spend they can spend you know a hundred million dollars and just buy a brewery that has a reputable IPA and they don't have to associate right. with Miller with that. You know what this is? Disney mentality. Absolutely, it's just conglomerations. I will just absorb you because I can, and I am in a specific business that is has perfected that and therefore I will monopolize off of all of you. Yeah. Just consume. I don't know. I don't drink beer anymore. <laughs> As Scott is drinking a beer. Scott's yeah, he's doing a beer <laughs> bong right now. <laughs> all right. I'm jumping to yay or nay. Unless That's you really fine. No, yeah. no, no, go ahead. Yeah. I'm jumping to yay or nay. Scott, are you ready for another game? Yeah. Now you're familiar with our yay or nay. Yay so or nay. Like, Let's do it. Uh in the holidays it's called Yay or Slay. Uh-huh. Tristan, Chris's wife, uh, says that we should just name it Yay or Slay. All year round. All huh? year round. Give it that Christmas spirit. Huh? Yeah. But for now, it will remain year and eight. You ready, Chris? I'm ready. I, I saw the running list on this, oh, yeah. and I feel like this is what this Mike is why you. you made this bet with such confidence. <laughs> I got but some go year and for you. The All first right. product... Mm-hmm. That you will year nay is called dog seatbelts. Mm. It's seatbelts mm-hmm. for your dogs. Aww. Look at this. Look at this video. I know the people listening can't listen, but you can Google it. And what it is is you essentially strap your <laughs> dog to a seat. Oh, so he that, hangs there. Yeah, he just hangs there against a, a pad. And it can support dogs up to 25 pounds, oh and it God. takes up there's one seat. One. What are they doing? And, you know, oh there's just God. a vest that connects to a specific uh, little strap that you put in your car. And they've done the tests. Oh, oh <laughs> no. They've done I like that. Oh, there's a so there is a crash test. There is a crash test dog dummy mm-hmm. of this thing. I did not see that. Oh, before. wow. And a regular dog carrier would just have your dog going through the front of that <laughs> fucking windshield. Yeah. But the Rocketeer pack has the dog so strapped in to a seat. That it's wait, not wait, going wait. Anywhere. They have multiple packs. So they have the here's one for your dog. Here's if you really love your yeah, dog. Yeah. Like this one kind of works. This one really works. Now, you may not be a dog lover, but Scott. I love dogs. You love dogs. This is a tough one because at first I was going to nay it. Okay. Because I, I, mean, I have a friend too that uh, she took a long trip with her dog and was like, it's just me and the dog in the car. I don't know how to deal with it. I, I want to make sure he just stays in his seat. So she put him in the cage and then buckled the cage up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that oh, poor dog stuck in a cage in the back of the, the car the whole ride. Yeah. I was like, I would teach my dog to just sit there in the passenger seat. Like, yeah, I would make sure the dog was prepared to do that. However, yeah, crash. 
Yeah, I don't he'd know go through that cage way. like a like a potato turning into a French fry. Yeah, if, you know those. He go right. <laughs> you know the Play-Doh yeah. toys. Yeah, oh. the, ex- the extruder. Yeah, he go oh. right through that cage. Yeah. You guys are laughing at that. I don't even want to think that. Yeah. Oh. Um, Scott's more of a dog liver than me. Yeah. <laughs> Not funny. So, I mean, so would you get this? I think it, once it comes down to it, it's like, God, if that if the seatbelt is actually protecting the dog and like the dog gets lurched forward that much and doesn't cause any issues, which I don't know if that's true. If it if it can prove to me that it will, then yeah, it might be a yay. So you're yaying it. I might yay it. I yay it because I'm, I'm all for dog safety. Chris? Nay with a smile, Steve. Nay with Nay a smile. with a smile. What a great new way to Nay with a smile. What would you do to protect your dog? Well, I mean, luckily I don't have a dog. Pass. And I'll never will. What I about never your will cat? Have a dog. What about your cat? Cat seatbelts. Oh, my cat. I'll never... I won't put it in the car until I have to take it to the lake to throw it in there when it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and you said it with a smile. With a smile, man. I, there's know, nothing grinchy about it. This, it's just like everybody's, everybody lives, everybody dies. This you get, you get everybody new, gets thrown in a river. Everybody gets tossed. Yeah. After that, you get a new cute yeah. kitten. Yeah. The kitten needs fixing. Right. Needs to go to the vet. I don't see the death of my cat as a, as, a, as a sad moment. I see it as an opportunity to get a new kitten. Okay, next That's one. That's what I think. Yay or nay? This is called the turd burglar. <laughs> no. No. I'm naying it already. Now, this website, if you go to turdburglartburglar.com, it is the worst. They couldn't get turdburglar.com because it was a porno in. site, probably. Don't type it in. <laughs> so, do that for the not safe for work. The podcast. turd burglar is a new way to get rid of poop, dog poop around. Mm. But it essentially is a hockey stick in which you fling poop out of your yard. <laughs> it's it's a straight up hop, hockey stick. Well, it's it's an attachment for a hockey stick. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like a little plastic pooper so scooper that you put up. on a hockey stick. Yeah, you you're just fling just it into your neighbor's, neighbor's yard. yard. <laughs> you put the trash can on its side and you're playing a little game of hockey with it, maybe. But you know, just kicking it into the neighbor's yard. It's the yeah. same thing. I like it. You like it. You name this. Yay, this. Yeah. Have you seen? Because the- you know why? You don't have to be a dog owner to have this. Like if I if if my neighbor brings that stupid ass mm. fucking uh, retriever that she has, she walks through my front parkway all the time. Careful, <laughs> take a breath, <laughs> keep going there. She brings that dog. She's walked over like gr- like stuff that I've planted to <laughs> to have her dog shit Relieve on top itself. of the stuff that I've planted. <laughs> If that dog, like, if I could just take, come out there with a hockey stick and just give a quick, like, wrist shot of, like, a turd right into her face, oh, man. (laughs) All day. All day. (laughs) So you would, you would yay this? I'm, yay. I, my credit card is out. Uh, Have you seen the leashes uh, where once the the owner curbs the dog, they tie the poop pretty dang close to almost the collar of the dog as they finish their walk? Oh, yeah. And you got poop dangling there next to a dog (laughs) whose nose has got to be very good for picking that sort of stuff up. Like Dogs can smell cancer. And then you stick their shit like right in front of their face? Yeah, that's nuts. That's tough. That's That's a tough life as a dog. That's a mutant ability that's just tough. Yeah. 
I mean, this is a nay for me. I think if anything, you, you make it one of those little dinosaur head scoop things and you just yeah. clamp it up in there. Oh. And I'm, I'm going to say trash. nay because it's just going to spread diseases. Everybody's just going to have dog I shit diseases everywhere. On. Quick <laughs> flying quick, through the air. Quick one timer. Just <laughs> flip that. You know that in 20 years, this will be an Olympic event. Yeah. <laughs> called the turd burglar event. Yeah. It's that and curling. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. The what... drunken Olympic sports. We're getting there. Yeah. Honestly, curling is essentially like, is like playing like flip cup mm-hmm. for the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's interesting what Scott and I are yang and naying and what you are naying or yang. <laughs> All right. Here's the, here's the, here's the last one. All right. Here we go. These are called nudicles. Mm. <laughs> so, so when you neuter your dog. It's good, I guess, but then your dog probably misses its balls. <laughs> so what you can get is synth- synthetic testicles that you can strap to your dog. This is impossible. This is so that they don't miss their balls. Who kn- Breathe. The veins are growing. Who believes that what the dogs are missing is the sensation of dangling things and not actually the testosterone that the testicles produce? Like, who believes that? And don't they cut, like, the sack off, too? Yeah, there's a sack, too. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I it's a There's no up. photos of it. Oh, thank you. Probably because no one has done <laughs> Nobody it. Nobody wants to look at that. It began in 1995. This is from the website. Oh With pat- patent, they patented uh, nudicles, testicular implantation for pets, helping neuter hesitant pet owners overcome the trauma of altering and allowing their beloved pet to retain its natural look and self-esteem. In that sentence, in that description, it says this is all about the pet owners, helping neuter hesitant pet owners. Statement mark. With, un- with nudicles registered trademark it's like nothing ever changed okay. statement mark okay uh, let's let's do the chris torre uh, advertising tagline introducing new pet nudicles try it again okay. sorry i had to think about that one introducing balls for your dogs nudicles well you already gave me the okay. tagline okay. do it again <laughs> come on introducing new nudicles They'll probably eat them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can I do one? Yeah. Okay. Scott Hogan. Introducing new nudicles. Because when neighbor Scruffy comes over, he's going to want to see him again. (laughs) You know, they sniff butts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So would you yay or nay this? There we go. For the signature room, I will yay it. Wow. But you I said that with your eyes demand closed. Demand a, a nice buffet dinner at the signature lounge, Scott. Nay, it's a hard room. Day. <laughs> room, don't you dare <laughs> lounge me into this one. You say nay. It's gotta be a nay. Yeah, this is uh, it's, it's more for the owner to feel better about what they did in their yeah, pets. Yeah, I mean, if dogs had any idea how insecure their owners were, though, it's I think insane. of it myself. Like if I were to. Uh, um, make sure I didn't have children anymore, like a C-section. C-section, excuse me. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, do I, it, it, would I miss it if they just completely took my testicles away? Oh, I don't boy. know. Steve, we have, to, we have to actually do a deeper dive into this website because they have a <laughs> lot of other like prosthetic things that you can put oh, on wow. animals that we should not ignore. 
Also, I will say that this is an accredited accredited business with the Better Business Bureau. It, it, it is also they have Made in the USA stamp on here. Of course, I mean, where else are you gonna get fake dog testicles? Mm-hmm. I also nay it. I am with you. I don't want to see them, but I also am like, how can you order these without seeing them? <laughs> or let's go to one of those stores and try them out. Yeah, there you go. The demo stores. You can also just get those like. Why don't you just get those like bull balls that they put on the on the back of like a Ford like truck, metal, and just super glue it on your fucking dog? Oh, then that God. dog's strutting. What difference does it make? Then that dog's feeling good about it's it. It's strutting because its back is hurting. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's just dragging its ass on the ground because it's got like two lead balls on its. Super glued to its belly. Scraping across the pavement. Call it Sparky. <laughs> uh, guys, what's today's moral? Oh, man. I mean, I think... We, I man, think what a jam-packed episode. We, had, we were everywhere. I, I say we could really... The future could learn from the past. Mm. Um, we talked. We just talked a little bit about like different scenarios where we're, we're saying, like, look, we're trying to move ahead, mm-hmm. but if we just slow things down and say, hey, we can still move ahead... From a technology standpoint, but like, let's not let's not get into robots. Let's not cyborg up. Mm-hmm. Let's just slow things down. Mm-hmm. We can we can have jobs for everybody. Everybody can be happy, mm-hmm. like me. It'll be a great world. There you go. That's a good point. It's like the uh, true detective that laugh is a circle. Oh, we're all coming mm-hmm. back upon itself. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's kind of been your yeah a big uh, trade off on your guys' theme today. There you go. Now, uh, Scott, before we leave. Tell us about Push Off. Where can we? Where can people find Push Off podcast? Yeah, I, th- I think you're gonna find it where you found this one yeah. uh, today. A- any of your favorite podcast channels, UniverseHead.com, ThePushOff.com. Uh, it's definitely for NFL lovers out there. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's that's interested, we're going through our big off season stuff now with free agency in peak form and uh, the draft just a month away. Come on, draft. Uh, that's what we're talking about now. So, yeah, check it out um, here at uh, universehead.com. Thank I you agree. guys so much. Whether you're a football fan or not, uh, Scott and Dan are a damn delight. Um, ah. face, uh, what about social media? Let's get that really We fast. are at uh, Twitter, at Push Off Podcast. We are on uh, Facebook, too, The Push Off. Just look us up. Perfect. should be able to find us, yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Chris, any last words? None, man. I'm just... I'm happy. You know what? The thing is, I can't wait for that dinner at the you and I at the signature room. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today on Inferior Men. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and write a, write a review. It would help us out a whole bunch. Uh, Inferior Men is part of the Universe Head Podcast Network. To check out more content from us and find other great Universe Head podcasts, go to universehead.com. We'll see you next week. And remember, the superior man enjoys the changing season. The inferior man just had his bracket busted. Join us next week for another episode of Inferior Man. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, everyone. <laughs>